folks um, we have been talking a lot about uh, uh, what muslims need to do and how the muslims can be at least self sufficient uh, respectable and uh, honest group of people but uh, it seems absolutely impossible under the current cultural setup under the uh, religion uh, thagari which unfortunately muslims are proud of and the hate of knowledge i mean i must say because anybody who becomes educated is hated by muslims particularly the people in power and the mullah group they don't want anybody to get educated they want everybody to be illiterate so they can keep respecting them and keep supporting the so called islamic ideology and the quran which none of the illiterates know what is it about or what is really this book says if you listen to different sects they all have different meanings of quran but the most important explanation of quran was given by al razi in uh, i believe in uh, about 1000 years ago and he said that you call this book a miracle a book of knowledge which has nothing in it except hodgepodge claims repetitions false assumptions and threats now we see every religion has some kind of threat for common man so they can accept the uh, position of the clergies the mullahs and the uh, brahmans and you name it but in the modern days people give a damn about those threats because they have come to know that the threat which is made by mullah or any religious leader is actually not coming from any god but it's a natural process and this is exactly what happens when somebody get educated have some knowledge of science and mathematics they know that all the natural calamities they are not brought by any unknown god but due to natural process uh, we are facing greenhouse effect and all those things and we know the reason it is not that allah is bringing flood or god is creating fire in the uh, jungles and destroying the uh, life and property it is natural process and the humans they are trying to handle it the civilized and advanced world they have clearly understood what and why this is being this is happening and they are striving to make sure that we limit the use of fossil fuel we limit the use of other uh, uh, gas emissions like carbon dioxide and others so that the air can not be polluted and the ozone layer which is around the earth as a protection from dangerous 
sun waves uh, can be repaired but the islamic mullahs they just keep barking about uh, the threats of allah if somebody is trying to enjoy life they will say oh allah se daro wo tumhari rassi khinch lega if somebody is trying to dance oh allah se daro mohammed ne ye nahi kiya or all that bullshit now we all know that because mohammed was a mullah he is a tool for every mullah to make money but it makes me feel sad when we see imran khan telling pakistanis that mohammed is our idol and if you want to be successful we need to follow his personality and then he has made uh, some universities and some institutions in the name of mohammed and allah and all that useless uh, ideology there is no need to even talk about mohammed mohammed was dished as soon as he died for 150 years nobody said anything about mohammed the four caliphs the umayyad rules they didn't say give any praise or support to mohammed or his family as a matter of fact his family which is generally they call uh, ahlebayt or the family of ali is actually not a family of muhammad but they claim to be coming from the house of muhammad and umayyads were always after them they killed many of their imams because those imams were always dissident they wanted to become the leader and caliph like uh, muhammad was they didn't know that the time or history has some different lessons they didn't know that the government is always in the hands of warriors and the mullahs can only support them and that way they can survive and is make lot of money so there were a lot of mullahs who were supporting umayyads who were supporting four caliphs and they didn't give a damn about muhammad at that time it is a fact that the first book on muhammad was written about more than 80 years by none other than an ex jew this is what the the sunnis alleged to ibn ishaq who was a friend of son of abu abu bakr and then he collected some information and first book was printed the college siratun nabi uh, when the abbasid took over now it is interesting to note that the umayyads they were an absolute racist people they give no power or any uh, support to non arabs non arabs were treated like dogs and that is why the non arabs were always against umayyads particularly the iranians the shias and then they when they became powerful they fought war with them and ultimately um, 
a guy from Khurasan, Abu Muslim Khurasani, defeated the uh, in a major battle the Umayyad army, and then the Umayyads ran away, and Abbasid took. Now, as I have said earlier, the religion does not allow any peaceful transfer of power. So when Umayyads took, they killed. When the Abbasid took, they killed every Umayyad they can put their hand on. Even their dead people, they dig their graves and burn their bones. See, this is what actually the Islam basically teaches. It teaches you that you are superior and anybody who, who opposed you is your enemy and does not deserve to live. This mentality is still prevalent in Muslim world. The non-Arab Muslim world was not doing that bad. They established a uh, lot of uh, uh, kingdoms, a lot of uh, sultanates and you name it. But the mullahs around them who supported them could not allow them to evolve into a true ruler, a ruler who supports human rights, the ruler who supports women rights, or the ruler who supports coexistence. Only one guy, one king in India, Akbar, he was secular and he supported every faith. And as a matter of fact, he is said to have said that we are all brothers and in India there is only one nation and that is the Indian. There is no Muslim. He opposed a lot of Muslim mullahs and expelled them from India. A lot of Muslim mullahs who opposed them, they ran away and hide themselves in different parts of India or went away from the country. Went to Afghanistan, went to Iran, you name it. But that era of about 50 years was the golden era of Mughal Empire. After that, the things went downhill. Jahangir did not do good. Shah Jahan still lagged behind, could not replace Akbar. And then after that, the Aurangzeb, he literally destroyed his dynasty and the nation by indulging into the shit of religion and fighting with brothers for 30 years, thereby bankrupting himself and his brother, and then the power of Mughals went away. Ultimately, they accepted British dominance and became their sub-leaders. And the British who came to India with just 3,000 armed men, they took over the whole India after a couple of wars with the Marathas and other warring groups. So basically, if you want to make somebody an idol, it is very important that you see what he or she has done. If we look into Muhammad, he was a mullah and he did nothing, not even a single act of kindness is attributed in Hadith or Sunnah or whatever they call it. 
he proclaimed himself to be Rahmatul Alameen or Prophet for the whole world, but literally he was a racist guy who said the caliphate will be in my family even if there are two men alive. I mean, how could you can call such a person a Rahmatul Alameen or the ruler for the whole life? And that particular mentality induced by Muhammad into his family or associates is actually the reason why they could never transfer power peacefully. The reason why they could not coexist between themselves. I mean, most of the killings for 300 years was between the cousins of Muhammad. Not to help any poor or average person, but to get power, to become caliph. And then ultimately, uh, that caliphate died with the demise of Abbasids. And then we saw many, many sultanates, many power groups emerged. And they established their kingdom in different parts of the Muslim world. But again, this mentality of superiority, this mentality of barbarism, and this mentality of racism continued still today. Even today, when see see in Pakistan, we see an absolute racism. The Sayyids, they call themselves Ashrafia, they are the biggest crooks. They discriminate even intermarriage. Shias and Sunnis are not allowed to intermarry. They are not allowed to shake hands. They are not allowed to pray together. And this Arab ideology is what actually have destroyed the Muslim culture and ultimately it is self-destructing Pakistan from within. I have said many times, Muhammad has no relation with Pakistan. There was no Pakistani at the time of Muhammad. As a matter of fact, there was no Indian at the time of Muhammad with Muhammad. Not even single. We see hardly any Indian going to the area occupied by Arab caliphs, except some instances in Baghdad, when we hear that some uh, Brahmins and some educated Indians, they went there and took part in the so-called little uh, knowledge or research work those people were doing in Baghdad. That was kind of center in that time. Although the main education center was still in India. India has always been the source of knowledge, not for the Middle East, but for the whole Asia. I mean, we heard a Chinese Prime Minister telling Indians when he visited India that you have been our teacher for centuries. They coexisted. They follow Mahatma Buddha, Mahatma, uh, I mean, uh, the, the Buddha, Buddha, Buddhas, and it came from India. The basic philosophy of humanity, we see Indians leading the world for thousands of years. But in Pakistan, because of the hate and because of this racism, 
claiming the family of Muhammad is very superior and the Shias take advantage of it, it has totally disturbed their mind and took away every working brain cell. They hate and they exploit so much, particularly the Shia mullahs who collect 20% of the tax as compared to the Sunni mullah who collect 2.5% and some fitra and other sadaqas and all that bullshit that they hate each other to their bones. They kill each other whenever they get a chance. And who to blame? Definitely Muhammad. Because he is the one who started expelling opposing group from the land, from the land of their ancestors. He expelled every Jew and Christians, telling them they cannot live in this land. This is my land. And this is what actually uh, the kind of mentality which hurt Muslim world forever. Now in Pakistan we have the Sayyid group, the Sheikh group, the Siddiqui group, the Ghafari group. I mean you name it. People are divided on religious basis in more than 100 groups. And then we have ethnic discrimination. Punjabi Dhaggagiri the uh, Sindhi Badmashi, the Baloch Nawabi Giri, and in Mahajir, the MKM Giri, the shit of Altaf Hussain and his crooks, who are absolutely fascist. They call themselves democratic, but they have no democracy in their party. It is all Bihari group controlling the party and making money and fooling the Mahajan nation. Same in Punjab. The Nawaz Sharif and these groups who started the racist ethnic-based politics. Jag Punjabi Jag Teri Pagnun And then in Balochistan we see these Nawabs who consider and treat their people like a, like a dog. They have no respect for them. They beat them. They have no right for women. They bury the woman alive because of the shit of Islam. Because they think that all the responsibilities are on women and if she make a slight mistake, then she deserves to die. And die by stoning or die by burying alive and the leaders supporting this barbarism. This is all the product of Muhammad's teaching. Because the Quran says that always obey the ruler. And that is what they use. Every king, every caliph, every person in power has used Quran to authenticate his power. And even today, when we see a leader losing, we hear hum dekhenge ye taht giraye jayenge aur ye taj uchale jayenge hum dekhenge aur allah is great and all that bullshit they did never realized that they have to make a constitution like magna carta they never realized they have to have respect of life 
they never realize they have to give rights to women not just responsibility and then treat her like dog as mohammed said even you can imagine a society or a religion which allows father to kill his kids with impunity there is no law there is no punishment in sharia for if a father kills his kids really and then you call that ideology of the sharia to be the best in the world i mean the ideology which tells people that they should obey the ruler even if he is in coma and we see these examples happening in iran in saudi arabia where the rulers are in bed for 10 15 years and they are still not replaceable unless they die and then another ruler his brother or his son or somebody comes and then they also claim the same quranic injections that oh allah has appointed us and the mullahs say yes he is your true leader and believe in him and accept him as ruler i mean this is 21st century i mean this thing went away from civilized world 300 years ago 300 years ago the kings and the clergies they decided to sidestep not to get involved in politics and let people run their life and we see the result today it generated it created a society which is self growing which improves every day which creates so many jobs that you see help wanted sign on every street corner and then the poor muslims who run away from their country uh, fill those places have respect and can make their life better and shamelessly the government particularly in pakistan says oh they are our assets damn it these people were forced to flee your country look into the reason why it happened this way look into the reason that in 60s when people were coming to work in pakistan and today everybody want to run away from pakistan this is because of the shit of religion shit of idea this ideology or this culture based on religious values which is totally totally barbaric there is no humanity in this culture in this ideology and then you still celebrate eid milad nabi and yom ali and muharram and all that bullshit there is not even a single praise these barbarians deserve from pakistan because they are not for pakistan they no pakistani ever went to middle east in those era and took part in their interfighting cousins killing cousins cousins uh, hurting cousins and making sure that they don't even live this barbarism started by muhammad and perfected by other uh, tribal leaders around him was for barbaric times was for tribal times and it worked as long as this world learned about civility 
learned about democracy and then they knew the big the countries who have democracy they can create a national army and they pay them very well and that army is so disciplined that they can conquer the whole world which they did i mean tiny countries like uh, uk the britain the portugal portuguese the spanish they conquered almost the whole world because they had a disciplined ideology they had an ideology where his people were proud of becoming the part of that nation and they they gave their life and through this discipline and through expertise and through technology they dismantled every muslim empire every hindu empire every christian empire based on religion and you name it so the lesson from the history is that pakistanis should totally ditch muhammad and his ideology because that ideology is only good for jungle these are dark laws which are hurting pakistan from within and have made the country unlivable nobody want to live in pakistan as i have said many time the leaders the journals the big politicians the people in power the rich people they all have their families settled outside they get their nationality and as and when they get chance they send them money and thereby fleece and bankrupt the country they have no love for the country even imagine nawaz sharif i mean his kids are foreign nationals imran khan kids are foreign nationals well is made to be blamed that much because he they were born in uh, uk even before or maybe when uh, imran khan entered in politics so he had no relationship or comparison to what nawaz sharif has who has accumulated accumulated billions same zardari billions invested outside whenever he gets some money he takes it to dubai or uk or you name it so in this in this situation unless pakistanis totally come to know the fact and that is only possible through education if they can get educated that is why i have advised many times that the western world the developed world or civilized world they should never give any aid to government agencies in pakistan but support the people make people to people relations strong invest on education private universities in investing in education institutions who can educate the people from the village from poor kids only then we know that this stupid ideology and theory of muhammad being great and supreme and should be our idol can go away and i hope imran khan understands or at least read about it if he reads about just for kai by about kaidazam he can properly some learn some historic lessons 
it was british time of 150 years which created great leaders in india and pakistan and i have said previously more than 3 nobel prize came from lahore today we only have hundreds of terrorists coming from that area or hundreds of mullahs and alim coming from that area or nathwans coming from that area or quran reciters from that area who spread to uh, all over the world to read quran in ramadan really i mean these mullahs have created an ideology where only they make money where only they can be in control so i see no reason why to read quran during ramadan or even ramadan because ramadan is a curse on pakistan on the poorers of pakistan ramadan is a useless ritual hajj is a useless ritual umrah is a useless ritual and mecca being totally fake it makes no sense we can pray to god any time not five times not waste 30% of our life on this useless religious ideology which has given nothing to this world except some kings and caliphs and rulers and the ruthless and killer rulers invaders and india has been a victim of those invaders who will bring these jihadis and will uh, overtake the country every 10 15 years coming from afghanistan iran luckily india was blessed that the british came and they totally secured their western borders totally absolutely there was not any incursion or attack once the british took over and established a system of democracy a national army a political system and an independent judiciary nobody could dare to attack india during british time but the muslims will still claim that oh the british were defeated in peshawar and in afghanistan and tribal areas damn it this was a tragedy not something you should be proud of if the tribal leaders had learned and worked with british pakistan and their area would be in much better place because they didn't know the value of democracy the value of education and the rulers and nawabs they keep exploiting their people the area only got hurt they did uh, have some uh, badmashi going on uh, because they fooled the the pathan nation and tell them oh you are big warriors and nobody can control you or take over you and all that bullshit and in the return the poor ones died in hundreds and thousands they even died today i mean in pakistan the pathans are being misused and exploited left and right in the name of honor in the name of uh, bravery and gallantry and all that bullshit instead of educating them instead of telling their kids this world is for you 
You don't have to be the slave of any Arab prophet or any mullah telling you that Arab prophets were great. Who conquered through education and being very hardworking, they could have done wonders. They could have been the leader of education in Pakistan instead of being the leader of stupidity and poverty and leave their land to have meager jobs in Karachi and Lahore. Hundreds and thousands of Pathans, they left their area to serve Pakistan as a labor and even in Middle East because the government failed to give them education, failed to give them health care, failed to get rid of this mullah gang controlling their destiny. And unless the Pathans, they realized that they have been fooled big time, Pakistan will never improve. Think about it. God bless.